When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 and Indian School or online at chapmandodge.com. We've got employee pricing for all during the Black Friday sales event at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Happening now. That means you pay what we pay. And with savings this good, not only can you wrap up your holiday shopping early, but you can get yourself a little something nice while you're at it. So go ahead, wait for one day a year to save. Or save on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram all month long during the Black Friday sales event. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or just do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday already. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Brett Vesley is in the chair. Big Dick Toledo running around doing his thing. It is the morning sickness. Ready for yet another day. And uh, yes, the emails and the text came running in yesterday after Ducey spoke. See, Holmberg, you were wrong. Ha-ha. Thank God. Schools are... Yeah, and I'm like, wow. And my common response to all of them is like, I didn't realize how much you hated your kids. <laughs> and it was more important to you to tell me how wrong I was than it was for you to uh, actually want your kids around the house. But there's, there's... What he told you yesterday, if you read between the lines, <clears throat> we get some breaks coming up here for school. We don't have to worry about your kids. But I'm telling you right now, you screw this Thanksgiving and you screw this Christmas up. I'll lock those little bastards in your house for the next year. It's going to happen. He basically said, I don't think it'll make it till Christmas. Oh, I don't either. Here's how Christmas or here's how Thanksgiving works unless you guys screw it up. Have it outside. Don't invite anybody old over. It's all on you. He basically did the same thing he did back in April where he did the cover your ass speech. I'm not shutting anything down unless you guys start acting like dicks is essentially what his speech was yesterday. It was like, I'm not going to be the bad guy here. Maybe if you guys could, you know, wear some masks and stay apart. Don't make me, don't make me come back there. It's all he basically said yesterday, and I was giggling the whole time. I'm like, he's afraid of the political ramifications of what he's about to have to do. But he just blamed us for it, and he's right. And here's one other thing is, what I mean, if he did shut it down, yeah. do you think people would have changed their plans no. for nope. Thanksgiving? Next? No, it's too, no, not too late for a lot of you think, uh, people that are, if they're coming in or, or going on the road. Right. Yeah, I mean, I have plans for Thanksgiving, yeah. and it's to be all alone in Las Vegas. Nice. That's basically what my plans for Thanksgiving are going to be. It's going to be basically just isolate completely in Las Vegas, 100%. I've never seen the Vegas Strip empty. These pictures I keep seeing, 
it's like, you know, those moments where they say, you know, there's going to be a, I don't know, a comet or something that goes by. And if you miss it, it never happens again in your lifetime. I feel the same way about the Vegas Strip having no cars on it in the middle of the day. I want to see that. You never know. Maybe there's 10,000 other people that are going to isolate like you are. Oh, there'll Vegas. be people there, yeah. but nothing like what you normally see. No, it'll be at spread all. out. You know, the only time I've ever seen the Vegas Strip empty, it was four in the morning. And I was so drunk I couldn't remember it. And it was empty because everybody else was staggering around drunk with me. But this is like middle of the day. You don't see this. So I'm curious and about still no shows? Or are they Yeah, wrong? nothing. Yeah, a lot of the shows. I mean, they have comedy Maybe a little comedy I'm not going room. to anything. I'm not doing a thing. It's, it's crazy. So I wanted to see that. I want to see. I actually looked at like, when they had the Eiffel Tower closed and Paris was shut down. You see all those things. New York City would be interesting to me right now because it's, well, not anymore because they're starting to flood it again. But like Times Square empty. You don't get to see that too often. It's it's like you know when you get a, a stadium to yourself, you get to walk on a football field. Yeah, it's like you don't ever get that opportunity, and for some reason that's intriguing to me. So I'm taking advantage of that because I assume nobody's going to go up there. Now I could be really wrong, and Thanksgiving everybody will be like I can't be with a family. Good, I'm going to go have fun, and the place could be jammed up. But I don't see that. Our old night guy Dennis Huff, he actually he's up in radio up there now, and he he posted a video of him driving down the strip when all the casinos were boarded up. Ugh. So there was zero going on. So it was weird. like him and five cars driving down the strip. That fascinates me. When a video game does a good job of recreating a place and then it's empty, yeah. like uh, Grand Theft Auto had like real city feelings, and they're like, oh, this looks like New York or Miami or whatever. And you would, you'd look at it and be like, I, I want to do this. I want New York to myself. That's kind of how it feels. I want Las Vegas to myself. I want to know what it would feel like if it were mine. You know, there's some I think you'll have a good chance yeah, of me having too. that. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. But I'm not super spreading because I'm going up there. I'm actually doing better than most people who go to their Thanksgiving parties with all their families. Plus, your family's just going to talk about the election. That's what people are forgetting about. You're going to have that one uncle who still says the word hoax a lot. And he's going to throw that around. And then your aunt's going to get mad. And then your cousin who had planned on coming out as a gay man at that Thanksgiving can't do it now because he knows that Uncle uh, Dave is a, a wild Trump fan. He's going to go crazy with the gay thing. Yeah, yeah it's if, nuts. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want anything to do with this year's Thanksgiving between COVID and uh, the politics and all the other stuff. Oh, and there's just going to be murder after murder at Thanksgiving. The, the turkey's the luckiest one because it, 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 at least it showed up dead. That's what I told Kirby and Ronnie yesterday. That you're out. You start getting into gay. politics. You guys are out. <laughs> yeah, just the three of you. Yeah. But you never know when Kirby D is going to start going, you know what, Daddy, I think the recount's a necessity, man. <laughs> That's th- it? I think your guy got robbed, Daddy. I think he did for sure. Yeah, so I'd love it if uh, if you and your daughter had a sit down politically and, and then got into a, a little heated uh, scuff. You got nobody coming over. Nope. Just the three of you. And you're in there all the time. And you don't Cheeseburgers. Want, uh, is that what you're going to do? No, I don't know. I thought about it. We're, nothing wrong We're not going to do... We might change it up. It might go steaks again for oh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's the way you should do it. Well, that's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, but that's what I heard Ducey say yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm hands off here. You guys, it's, we got a spike going. I'm, I want your kids in school. That was his phrase that made me go, ah, I see what's going on. I want your kids in school. Do you? Basically like dad yeah. wagging his finger yeah, at yeah. you and Don't stuff like that. Don't make me turn yeah. this car around. I will whip your ass. Because he basically said, I, I'm... Nope, we got a mandate on the masks. We're good there. I want your kids to stay in school. I, it's up to you guys. Here's what I recommend you do for Thanksgiving, which is don't go to anybody's house. Don't have anybody over. Keep it outside if you do have people there. I'm not going to do anything. But if you screw this up, I warned you. 
This was the first one. That's what my dad did when I was screwing up my junior year of high school. I thought I was going to get my ass kicked, a report card of all Fs, just one after another, F, 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 and then uh, C and an F, and C was in uh, acting. Yes. Because I showed up for that every once in a while because there was nothing to do but goof off. So he looks at it and he goes, uh, you're not going to graduate like this. And I'm just like, I'm dead. He's going to kill me. This is like embarrassing. And he goes, so what day are you supposed to graduate? And I'm like, May 26, 1990. We'll talk May 27th. And I knew right then and there that if I – and I was like, wow, I got off easy. And, or I told my friends that. And they're like, yeah, dude, you're good. You, all you got, and I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. He just told me the day I'm going to die. Like, this was this was an awakening like I've never had. If that card comes yeah, around. Basically, he's like, look, you don't graduate May 26, 1990. I'm going to kill you. So you've got till May 26, 1990 to figure out how to turn all this around. Because you were on a schedule that I'm not going an extra year on. So I did two years in one because I knew deep down that quiet little talk, which he'd never done before. Normally he would tell you, I'm going to blah, 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 and he'd make a plan for you. He just told me, we'll, we'll talk May 27th. And I remember my butthole just, I could have, I could have crushed human bone with it. It was tight. That's powerful. Oh, it was. I mean, a, that lasted, uh, oh, you was, know, two, you're like, I got, I've got, I've got two, three, three years to do this. No, no. I have 12 months. This happened oh, at the end of my junior okay, year. Okay, gotcha. and, I, and he's like, this isn't going to, this isn't kosher. Because basically they. still a long time. They'd man. sent a letter to them saying, he's a junior again next year. So essentially I failed my junior year. Right, I flunked it. Then you double, kind of double up. So on the I class. did uh, day and night and mail correspondence, all that else, because I just deep down knew, ooh, I see, I see what you did here. So it made me, I think that talk made me good at reading between the lines and recognizing things when other people speak. I'm like, you guys are hearing one thing. Trust me, what he just said was not as rosy as it seems. He basically just said it's on our ass. And then Governor Ducey is a hundred percent right. Uh, do I think he's handled this well verbally? In a lot of cases, no. But yesterday was one of those. I'm not stopping anything. You guys get mad when I stop stuff. Everybody bitches at me when I say we got to close things. We're not closing them. Now you do something. But if you don't, watch this. And you're going to force me to do it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So your kids are going to be in here because none of you are doing anything and about it. And we want to welcome visitors, but we want to make sure they're right. clear. Look, bottom line is we need the money. None of you guys yeah. want your kids in your house much. You're not changing a damn thing about this unless you see. Those little rat bastards living in your house the whole time. And maybe you do love your kids that much. You don't show it because all those texts I got yesterday were hilarious. My kids are still in school, dude. I'm free. And I'm like, wow, okay. So this was a good announcement that you don't that you get free babysitting still for the next few weeks. That's <laughs> what you call it. You try to have them. I'm like, no, I didn't no, make that decision. Yeah. No. You're the idiot. <laughs> you're the moron that's, that's yelling at me that your kids aren't going to be home and you're happy about it. Think about what you're saying. And then you're right, dude. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I don't. Dis- uh, I don't disagree with Ducey necessarily. I, I no. mean, I agree in a way. Like, leave it up to the schools to decide. Sure, if you feel like for now yeah. until I have to. Right. But you guys aren't doing anything right right now. I've told you all I need to tell you. We said that back in May. This became personal responsibility of the masses. Did anyone expect the the city to go? All right, we're all in on safety. We'll do it right. I drive around. I saw. It's like that. I think that that's a factor. You went out once. Or the people would go out and do something. You know what? It's okay. Yeah. yeah once now you, you keep doing it. Look, I, I, I noticed no one's doing anything. I also noticed that uh, there's a seven-foot uh, African-American transsexual beggar on the corner of 18th Street in Camelback. I can't stop watching. I must have driven by a hundred times. It's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. You talk about 
2020 encapsulated into one politically correct human being. Homeless, probably on drugs, in a mask, seven-foot man, dressed as a woman, uh, asking for uh, money. It's Shrek tra- it's Shaq Tranny down yeah, there, or what? But it's, Where but can also, I drop it off? Oh, I know. That's, I know <laughs> it's like I want to just keep you here. I don't want to. Uh, also, maybe weighs, and I'm not kidding, 115 pounds. Ooh. And it, yeah. he was standing next to a city bus. He's almost as tall as the bus on the sidewalk. That's wow. He's huge, and just thin as a rail. And the sign said something about you know it was kind of a joke sign about you know needing cash for masks or something but it was the strangest thing i've ever seen and i'm like if this doesn't just if this doesn't prove the simulation is completely shattered i don't know what will and who's going to give money like i struggle when somebody says veteran can't make it work i'm like ah i know really you're a heroin addict but the sign is telling me you did you're a veteran and that what if i'm wrong but I'm like, no, because if I give it to you and you are a heroin addict, I'm just helping you. There's places that will help you. I'll give to those. I'm not giving to you. But what are you – like who's drawn to the, well, that seven-foot transvestite needs a couple bucks? Like who, how much money is that person making? How is that a thing? Who is that Must appealing be to? enough. I guess. And that's why they're there. I have a feeling there's a second offer. And I'm curious if I wave 20 bucks out my window. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. What you Dennis Rodman's going to be? What is Dennis Rodman going to offer next? Like, here's Yo, $20. Man, go get some yeah, exactly. You get one of those. Like, and then, uh, uh, oh, $20 is a lot of money. That's right, Mr. Rodman. Here you go. This is for you. All right, Dennis. Go on. And then, uh, Mr. I, worm? I have a feeling that the worm will be exposed if, I, if you start getting too friendly. I didn't see anybody giving money. He stood by the bus, and nobody would get off the bus. I was at the light. Wait, nobody would get off the bus. And I'm like, would you? It's all right. I'll stay on till Indian school. Yeah. We're good. We're good. <laughs> I'm going to stick around till at least 12th Street. I don't think that, that stride probably could catch up to this bus at the next stop. Craziest stuff I've ever seen. And everybody at the stoplight's head's just shaking. It's the dismal goddamn tide, Ethel. It's the dismal goddamn tide. <laughs> you can just see it in everybody's What are you doing eye. for Thanksgiving? Yeah. Why don't you come by for Thanksgiving? I'm what you call an individual super spreader. I got everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's $20, and I'd like a please. I fall mm-hmm. for the guys out there with their dogs, though. Oh, the dogs. That's, I always I Go I get always them dog them cash. food. Don't give them cash, because it doesn't yeah. go to the dog. Yeah, kibble. that's true. Kibble. Just carry yeah. kibble. Go get some kibble, Brett. I always feel bad. Those are the only so ones. Everybody can, else, I'm like, I don't care. And they can share it if necessary. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I remember this dude had a little beautiful... A uh, red-nosed pit bull. He was on 16th Street in Camelback, and the pit bull had dug a little hole in the landscaping next to where he was begging and was laying in it. And the dude's standing there, and I used to ride my bike over to the Fit Gym, which is no longer there. Jason decided to retire, son of a... So I would ride over there, and I would get to that spot, and I would look, and I'm like, it's hot, dude. Summertime. you got to get that dog off the street. He's good. Well, I don't know. You may think so, but I don't think you're a veterinarian, and I'm pretty sure 100-plus degrees and laying out in the... Not good for a dog. They don't sweat. He's good, dude. 
All right. Next day goes by. Dog's I'm like, oh. So the third day goes by, and I've got a bag of cookies, dog cookies. And I'm like, hey, I brought some dog cookies. He's like, thanks, bro. Next day, he doesn't do anything. The dog cookies are still in the bag and his stuff, and I don't think he's giving them one. Oh. I'm like, hmm. It's weird. So can't, I told him. Can't have them. At that moment. Yeah, he's got look. allergies or something. <laughs> got to have that yeah. look, though. So, exactly. You've got to look hungry. It's like yeah. those movies with those, uh, like Sam Kinison used to say, so get the sandwiches away from the African kids. They have to be starving for yeah. them. So I, the last day I went by him, I just said, look, let me have your dog. I'll take him. I'll take care of him. This isn't like you, you don't want this life. Imagine what you're putting him through. And he's like, you're going to take my dog? And I'm like, I'm not taking him. I'm, I'm offering your dog a better existence. And the second I said it, the dog goes, and just flips out and starts trying to kill me. Oh, I'm like, well, never mind. You can keep this son of a bitch. This thing's awful. <laughs> it's a street dog. What was I thinking? He was miserable. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I brought all those cookies. I wanted my cookies back. But 200 bucks for the dog. <laughs> yeah, he, he didn't, he didn't say a thing. That, he seemed right? upset. It upsets me to see that. Yeah. Like, like, why do you have a dog? Right. I'm, I know it's a great companion, but, but look, if you're scrapping. Right. But the thing is, maybe he had the dog and things were okay, and then it all fell apart. That's true. And it's just him yeah. and his dog now. I don't think I could give up my dog in that situation. But I also don't think I'd be on the side of the road doing that because I'm not on heroin. And that's like 88% of the people doing that are on heroin. And and the people that are pet people population is huge. Oh, sure. That's yeah. a great little oh, it's uh, a draw. I do it too. I'm with Brad. I, I see it and I'm like, I gave a guy coupons once because that's all I got. PetSmart, uh, those little, they have the uh, credit cards they'll give you every once in a while, like $10 for this. $10. It's a $10 gift card basically. And I'm like, it's for 10 bucks over at the PetSmart. What am I supposed to do with this? Well, I don't know. You got a dog. You get $10 worth of stuff to get your dog. Okay. What about me? Light turned green right on time. <laughs> I hope you die in a fire. <laughs> yeah, so I got no time for that. But, yeah, big tranny asking for money. Right on the heels of my deucey thing. And I'm like, we're not. Nothing's changing here. There's a super spreader on every corner. <laughs> we're going to be locked down before you know it. And I, for one, kind of giggle at it. I think it's fun because nobody's going to change. Don't worry about the lockdown. The only thing that matters with the lockdown is your kids are going to be home again. Otherwise, we're doing whatever we want. Yeah, I know, and I agree with that. It makes me smile and giggle, too. I kind of saw a little bit of it yesterday because um, I sent you a picture, but um, Ronnie and Kirby said, what do you guys want for lunch? And they want a sub, so I went to Jersey Mike's. Right. And I know times are tough. You know about da- DoorDash, right? Yeah, but I was on my way home. and Oh, oh I thought you were at home. No. <laughs> I was getting rid of you. No, I was on my way home, and it, again, it's a sign of times that, it's tough out there because the sandwich artist <laughs> is making the subs in a Gucci mask. <laughs> now, Mike, first of all, know. that's impressive. Yeah. Second, Jersey Mike's, that is not a sandwich artist. That's specifically for Subway. They only hire the arts and crafts. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Look at I'm Jeremy sorry. and are both very upset about this. Jersey Mike's not sandwich artists. They're chefs. They're the best from New York. They're, 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 oh, no Jersey. Jesus, yeah. Brady. You're yes. not allowed back in there ever again. <laughs> Jersey Mike's would be furious if you called them sandwich artists. Now you're just compare, You're comping them all. That's nice of you, though. I'm bringing home subs, maybe. Depends on traffic. <laughs> what do you guys want? <laughs> you eat all three of them. I've done that Since before. you're staying home for the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah, she's staying home. Is, now, Kirby's home again? No. She, she's still going, and you're yep. pushing her out into the school. Yeah. And you're fine with that? Yep. Do they give you the option? Like she could stay home? 
there, yeah, there's always an option. See, that's proof to me. If there's an option, most people are pushing them out the front door every morning, kicking them in the back. Especially Here's Brady, of all people, Mr. Yeah. Family Guy. Of all people, yeah. yeah. You're the one who wants your kid sleeping <laughs> on the floor till she's 25, next to the bed, at all times locked to you. You have that little chain between your belt loops. Uh, but even still, you kick her in the spine on the way out the door. You got to get out of the house and go to school. <laughs> but, Daddy, we got options. I could be staying inside. Get out! Socialize! Uh, yeah. The problem is if the online was a little bit better right now, I, I think they're working on it to try to – it's kind of a mess. And, I mean, they're really looking at saying this year could be a wash. Like yeah. a, you got to start it's over. close to repeat. Kids are graduating wow. in, uh, one year later. Oh, man. Anyway, congratulations on bringing kids into this. Good choice. Good choice, everybody. I'll be in Vegas by myself for Thanksgiving, walking up and down the street. No responsibilities. None. Don't I'm sending the Kirby that. out with a couple of dogs. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. She'll make a fortune. Yeah, you got two good dogs. They're going to lay there. Kirby can handle it. War vet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dying over here, guys. Look at me. I haven't washed my hair in days. <laughs> I got rats in my hair. Somebody should throw me a couple bones so I can feed my canine. Sorry about that, sir. Here's some razors. I'm not shaving this beauty. Are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) That thing's coming in thick for the wintertime. Kirby D. Daddy, I made over $3,000 today. Here's your cut. Uh, So, yeah, it's it's definitely weird. But what I was watching yesterday, it seemed like uh, Governor Ducey said nothing. He just basically said, yeah, you guys know the rules. But what I read yesterday was, eh, test me. Try me. I still, I'll, still, I'll throw this hammer down, and it'll be your fault because I told you. And, you're, and nobody's going to do a thing. So I basically heard, after the holidays, we'll reassess this, and I'm shutting it all down. But they got to stop talking about that vaccine because that's making everybody feel like nothing's wrong. Yeah, what sounded like it was going to be out in the next eh, couple we gotta, of weeks. Even though, it, eh, we'll be fine in a couple yeah. of weeks. And then yesterday they had that big announcement that said if you have, uh, I don't know if it was Fauci or somebody else, if you have Thanksgiving uh, parties at your house, count on having a funeral before Christmas. I'm like, Jesus, guys. Jeez, I didn't hear that. Calm her down a little bit. But you're the ones talking about the 90% vaccine and everybody's going to get better. by Stop stop being so positive then. Jesus. And I like the vac- vaccine wars a yeah, little bit. there's three of them F- now. Pfizer, ours at 90%. And then Moderna came out and said it's 95%, yeah, yeah. and you can store it in a regular freezer. Yeah, you don't need that. And Pfizer comes back, well, we just got new data. It's 95%. <laughs> but you still have to have a 200 uh, below Celsius freezer in your house. You're not going to have that. And Moderna's like, we got a good one. It's room temp. You can keep ours in a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you're all going to die from it before we ever get these to you. Mixed message. Uh, anyway, so it was a funny – to me it was funny yesterday because it just seemed like – and also it was one of those things when the world was – where is Governor Deuce? We haven't heard from him in days. He's like, oh, you'll hear from him. Go out and tell you guys it's your fault because it is. He's got to be sick of it. I wouldn't want to be a governor or anything that right, right now. Everybody's like, what are you What are you doing about it? It's like, I watch you. We had to close bottle blonde because you guys wouldn't stop making out. Are you kidding me? It's your fault asking what I'm going to do about it. Wear a mask, douche. Stop touching each other. Well, we don't want to do that. All well, right, I then. guess I'm not doing yeah. anything about it. Governor Ducey's handled this poorly. Would you like to go over to Buck and Ryder and grab some oysters? We'll wear our masks as we walk to our table, and then we'll take them off. Of course I'm going to socialize still. What, is he crazy? What's he going to do about it? 
He had the Dan Holmberg uh, yeah, talk with the state of Arizona. He, he basically sat down on the edge of the waterbed that you got in seventh grade for doing really good in school, and he said, we'll see after the holidays. We'll talk January 3rd. <laughs> well, about what? How you guys handled the last couple months. I warned you. I told you what needed to get done. If you don't do it, the rules are going to change. Fact. You all die if you uh, socialize too much. But I want to socialize. I guess that's on your ass, dummy. I don't understand. The, the, but you're asking the general public to go in unison, go be correct. I think it at this point, though, nobody's going to, even if he does shut everything down, nobody's going to Nobody's care. doing it. Nobody's going to do anything. Nobody's doing it. We're all just riding the wave until we get that little shot in our arm. And then if that doesn't work. Come on, Pfizer. Come on. We're just going to be eating people in the middle of the streets with little campfires by summer. Uh, It's 6.07. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one to scream at each other this morning. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey! Here we we go. We've got employee pricing for all during the Black Friday sales event at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Happening now. That means you pay what we pay. And with savings this good, not only can you wrap up your holiday shopping early, but you can get yourself a little something nice while you're at it. So go ahead, wait for one day a year to save. Or save on every new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram all month long during the Black Friday sales event. Visit us at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or just do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com.